ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my goddess. Happy International Women's Day. I love this day. No surprise there. It's one of my favorite days. Maybe next to Mother's Day has become a real favorite for me. And my birthday, it's always a celebration. I always do a party. I always do something super fun. And of course, the birthdays of the people I love the most. But really beyond that, International Women's Day is really my favorite day. And I don't know about you, but I didn't even know that March 8th was International Women's Day until a few years ago. Like when I was a little girl, I grew up knowing March 8th was my grandparents' wedding anniversary. And if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that my grandparents were Holocaust survivors and they were so close and so special to me. And I loved celebrating them every year. But I didn't know that International Women's Day was March 8th and has been since 1914. The UN officially recognized International Women's Day in 1975. I was born in 1974. Like, I have a very empowered mother. Why on earth did I not know about this? Why on earth did we not learn about this in school? Why are we learning in our history classes only about wars and conquering different lands and not about women's history, not about black history, not about Asian or Latina, Latino history? Why not aren't we learning about Jewish history? And thus we have March as... Women's History Month. And we have International Women's Day as a day to celebrate and honor all women. But until a few years ago, I would just go about like it was a regular day, right? I went to work, I came back. And then when I became a motivational speaker, I started getting hired by companies to go speak on International Women's Day. I've been the keynote speaker at Amazon's International Women's Day for MetLife, for Capco, Progressive, a number of companies. And side note, if you work for a company, you definitely should talk to your HR department about having me come in. Many people at Amazon messaged me that I'm still the best speaker they've ever seen. But I digress. So if you're at all like I used to be, International Women's Day was just a regular day. And I want to end that for us forever. Because every human alive comes from woman. Because the majority of women are nurturing, taking care of children, even if they have additional jobs and need to work three jobs outside of the home, how is it that woman gives birth to all of life and yet so many people, so many systems are so cruel to woman? I want to read to you something I read this morning on Instagram. Since we all came from woman, got our name from a woman and our game from a woman, I wonder why we take from our women why we rape our women. Do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women, be real to our women. And if we don't, we'll have 
a whole race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when or where to create one. So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, ladies, but keep your head up. By Tupac. I thank you, Tupac. I really can't say it better myself. And today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast are the ways that you can celebrate and honor International Women's Day and women's history, dare I say, as cheesy as it sounds, herstory. And I'm going to explain to you why that matters, why it matters that we start finding a new word. Because I want you to take this day seriously. I read something else on Facebook today where someone said, I used to roll my eyes at International Women's Day as just another day where the media or someone on Facebook got to put up a meme But now I understand that International Women's Day is the day to honor womanhood, right? The the body of being woman, reclaiming the word woman as powerful, reclaiming the word woman as exquisite in a world that wants to make you and I feel like there is something wrong with us, wrong with our bodies. We're too heavy. We're too thin. We have too much hair. We don't have enough hair. Our boobs are too small. Our boobs are too big. I mean, whatever it is, they want to sell us diet pills. They want to sell us workout equipment. They want to sell us makeup. They want to sell us ways to distract us from the work at hand, which is to put our purpose in the world. They want to distract us from the work at hand, which is to raise our voice so that we raise rights for everyone. They want to distract us so that we feel icky and don't come in and ask for the raise, or we feel bad about ourselves and don't command that everybody listens to us in the room when we have an idea. And we're changing all that. Now, before I begin, a few things, a few announcements. One, I'm on TikTok. I know, I get on TikTok as soon as there's discussion that the government might shut it all down in the United States. But still, as long as it's there, I'm on it. And I am so excited to announce, drumroll please, the woman whisperer. So for years, my coaching clients have called me the woman whisperer because I have an ability to see you for who you are. I hope you feel that even through a microphone, even while you're driving your car, even while you're at your workout through the headphones. I really see a woman for who she is. And I think the term first came about in one of my group programs a few years ago, Goddess on Purpose. A woman was in class and she barely spoke a word. And so I called on her. I looked at her and I said, April... Have you ever thought about being a coach? And a tear sprung to her eyes. This is all on Zoom. She said, how did you know? Are you inside my head? Have you read my journals? She had barely spoken a word in class. But there was something energetically I could see in her, I could feel in her. And she is now a self-love body coach. I've interviewed her for this podcast. She's incredible. She does one-on-one work. She does group work. Like She's full on now. And she's gorgeous. And the model of loving your body, loving yourself as you are. And that's where the term Woman Whisperer came from. And so I'm so excited to share that Woman Whisperer is now on TikTok. Please go find me. Please go follow me. I've only been on for a couple of days. And each video has gotten like 1,200, 1,500 views. It's everything woman. Reclaiming woman's happiness. Reclaiming woman's power. Reclaiming our voice. Reclaiming our sensuality. Reclaiming our wisdom. Reclaiming that we are strong, we are courageous, we are soft, we are genius, reclaiming our emotionality, reclaiming our sensitivity, reclaiming woman. And if you love this podcast, but you want bite-sized bits, go to TikTok because I'm doing one minute or two minute videos that give you little bits 
for women's happiness. And it's a great way to share this work here because we know that the way that we change the world is one woman at a time sharing all of this incredible knowledge that we do here in our community. Also, I'm so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by Woman Fest. Ah! Woman Fest is the full day extravaganza for International Women's Day that is going down on March 10th, 2023. It is five hours of me teaching you, taking you through proven exercises for you to get so clear on your vision, for you to be so clear in your desires, for you to move past barriers that have kept you stuck in relationships that don't serve you, stuck in jobs that you don't like, stuck from fulfilling your dreams, stuck in self-doubt, stuck in shame, stuck in guilt, stuck in loathing your body. And by the end of the day, you will feel so lit up, so alive. You will be on fire and in focus towards your purpose, in your power, rising up together. And I've made it so affordable. Tickets are only $20.23, and I'm giving all of the profit to Planned Parenthood. And so even if you can't come live, buy the ticket for $20.23 because that money is going to go to Planned Parenthood, which needs us more than ever, because then you will get the recording and you can have five hours of live training with me anytime. My coaching clients pay thousands of dollars to coach with me. So this is an amazing deal at $20. And I'm giving away prizes all day long and you don't need to be present to win. So buying a ticket or many women are buying three tickets, five tickets, six tickets, That means that they have multiple entries to win prizes, prizes, including my I Choose Happy Woman Mantra deck, including my I Choose Necklace, including F Midlife Mugs, including coaching worth up to $7,000 with me. So you want to get your tickets, go to karenrockine.com forward slash woman fest. Again, C-A-R-I-N-R-O-C-K-I-N-D.com forward slash W-O-M-A-N-F-E-S-T. Okay, let's talk about what can you do for International Women's Day. So the fact that there's been International Women's Day for more than 100 years, and yet if you're anything like me, you didn't even know that it existed, is a problem. (laughs) It's a problem because we only know what we're told. And I was only told certain events and specifics from school. I actually hated history class, hated it, because it felt like all it was about were wars and when we conquered lands. And I was like, well, what about community? What were the people like? What happened when my people, Jewish people, came to the United States? What happened with women? Like all of that was missing. So now let's talk about what can we do for International Women's Day. First and foremost, your number one job is to honor you. Now, what does it look like? I know you're overwhelmed. I know you have a million things on your plate. I know all of that. And you are the one who will be able to change that. I know we can't take driving carpool off your plate. I know we can't take all the things. And I want you to look at where you have 10 minutes, where you can carve out 10 minutes, 15, 20, even better. But where can you carve out 10 minutes today, this month for you? Where you go for a walk that's just for you. You don't even respond to messages. You don't make phone calls unless there's a conversation that would really nourish you. You take that bath. You get that manicure. You take yourself on a date. I give this as in my Year of Woman membership, which is so great, by the way. Every woman should be in that because every month we do a different topic like sensuality, money, being the goddess, passion and fuel and fire and, and wealthy and worthy. Last month, the topic was goddess. And one of the homework assignments was every single woman needed to take herself on a date. I said, imagine the most juicy, amazing lover was coming to you and taking you on the greatest date of your life. I was treating you 
for a night, what, what would they say? What would they do, right? Would they buy expensive champagne? Would they fill up the bathtub for you? Would they give you a massage? Would they whisper, I love you? What are the words you want to hear? And then your job for International Women's Day is to give yourself one piece of that. So maybe you look in the mirror and you say five nice things to yourself. I did this as a Facebook Live every day. In fact, I'm doing a Facebook Live every day as a challenge to myself this year. Facebook Live on my personal page. So go follow me, Karen Rockine, on my personal Facebook. It's a way for me to practice being live and putting my message out more. And I did a live this morning and I was sharing this. And I said, right now, come up with three. No, better yet, five I am statements. Like here are some of mine. I'm just going to come up with off the top of my head. I am courageous. I am really courageous. I am strong. I am resilient. I'm recovering from beating myself up so much. I'm a recovering beat myself upper. I'm a recovering perfectionist. I am kind. I am generous. I am loving. I am sexy. I'm funny. I am a good mom. I'm a loving mom. I'm a loving wife. And right then, my brain starts to go into ways that I could be different and better, right? So I just want to be real with you. I'm not saying that that won't happen. But what we know from the science is that your brain is wired to keep telling yourself old negative stories about you. And so if you aren't the one who is rewriting and saying the things to yourself and telling yourself the new stories over and over again, then it won't ever change. You have to be the one who rewrites this for you. You have to be the one who takes it into your own hands. And what better day to do that than International Women's Day? What better day to make a 20-day habit than International Women's Month and Women's History Month? So take a few minutes. Take yourself on a date this month. Buy yourself the expensive chocolate. It could be $2. Or if you don't want to spend any money, then simply write yourself a love letter. Dear Marsha, dear Janine, dear Lakeisha, dear whoever, I love you. You are beautiful. I adore you. Write that to yourself. Say these five mantras. Say them to yourself, your I am statements every day. Because the number one way that we celebrate International Women's Day is first to honor ourselves. What we know from the research is that the best way for you to create a happy life is to actually start begin to change your thoughts. And if you have a ruminating mind, we also know from the research that the number one thing that's leading to women's depression is rumination. That means that you keep thinking the same negative thoughts all the time. Rumination is actually a term that animals, they ruminate on their food. It means that they keep chewing their food, like goes down and comes back up and they ruminate, they keep chewing it. And isn't that what we do, right, as women? My friend Allison and I, we would always joke, we would get together for coffee at Panera for like five hours and we'd call it beating a dead horse. We would talk about like the breakup that we had six months before and like, ah, I've got more to say about that, right? Keep beating that dead horse, but I love horses, so I don't want to talk about that anymore. Rather, it's ruminating. Why do we do it? It was an early adaptation that because women were the nurturers, took care of the kids, the village, everything that needed to happen for the home, they needed to be able to think about what could go wrong, what did go wrong. And it was helpful then thousands of years ago, but it's not helpful anymore. What do we do instead? We create the new thoughts to ruminate on. We give our bodies the new experiences of love, of adoration, of admiration. So step number one for International Women's Day is you honor yourself in one of these ways. Number two for International Women's Day, honor a sister. This is such a simple thing that we can do right now. Pick up your phone. I know you might be listening to this podcast on your phone. Right now, pick up your phone. I'm going to do it with you. 
Okay, I'm going to show you how easy it is because I'm going to do it right with you. I'm going to open up my text. I'm going to hit start a text. Now I'm going to text. I'm going to text my birth sister. You could text your birth sister, your mother, a dear friend, a client, a colleague, anybody. Choose one woman who you love, you admire, and you adore and send them a 15 to 30 second text. It could be a voice text or it could be a written text of what you love about them. So just so you can see me doing it, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to do a voice text to my birth sister. Hi, San. It's International Women's Day. And I just want you to know that I love you and I adore you and I admire you so much. You are the mother that I aspire to be. You show me so much about how to be patient with your kids and you show me so much about how to be fun and how to be loving and how to be firm and yet supportive and to teach them courage. And you are so creative. You always brought out the creativity in me. You always brought out the adventure in me, which means we did crazy things together. (laughs) Thank God I survived jumping out of the airplane and so much more. But you were always that adventure guiding light bravery for me. You've always shown so much care and compassion and passion for who I am and what I do. And I really appreciate you and I really love you. You are so beautiful inside and out. I love you. Happy International Women's Day. And now I hit send. Do you see how easy that is? So what you want to do is you want to think of a sister, could be a birth sister, could be a soul sister, someone that you love, someone that you admire, someone who's maybe done something for you, or they don't have to have done anything for you. It's just their presence. And I want you to tell them, I love you. I appreciate you. And here's why. Now, here's why this matters. We know, unfortunately, the majority of women have self-doubt issues because we have learned that there's something wrong with us our whole life, right? The patriarchy, magazines, maybe your teachers, a first boyfriend, whoever made it seem that there was something wrong with us as women, as girls. Being a girl meant weak. Don't run like a girl. Like we might have just heard that on the playground. And so we started thinking that there's something wrong with being a girl, that we're not strong, that we're not capable. Or we learned and we saw in history, oh, there have been no women presidents of the United States or maybe from wherever you're from. Or you did a shadowing when you were a kid and you saw, oh, there are like no women executives. Is that possible for me? Even more so if you're a woman of color, right? You see even less examples. And so we came to learn that we aren't as good as, or in my religion, Judaism, if you're an Orthodox Jew, you can't pray with the men because the fear is that women are so beautiful will distract them. Like, I love being so beautiful that I'm distracting, but it also doesn't give a lot of trust to men that they can't hold it together while we're praying. And it certainly doesn't lead us to be equals because the Torah from which we read the prayers is with the men and the women are behind a sheet or up above. Now, I'm not Orthodox, so I grew up praying side by side, but I'm just giving an example. And it's not just Judaism. We also see more than 200 references in the New Testament that a woman is to be submissive to a man, that Eve was made for her husband. And you have your own religious beliefs. That's fine. But I really want you to just see how it's been indoctrined into our minds that girl and woman are not equal to or as good as man and boys. Because of that, we need to hear from someone else that we're special. If we want to break the negative neural pathways, the inner asshole, inner mean girl that repeats to ourselves over and over and over again, maybe a sister needs us to help her do that. 
Maybe the only way she's going to see what's good about her is if someone else tells her. Now, here's the thing. We tell her, I love you. I'm grateful for you. I appreciate you. But because a woman's mind can ruminate, she might say, well, I don't believe her. She's just saying that. She listened to this podcast. She had to do it. So I want you to tell her why. We actually know from research around visioning that you can't just vision the thing happening like you have lost 30 pounds to go on your cruise and now you're in that bikini. That itself won't lead you to do it. You need to be able to vision yourself doing the thing, going to the workouts, eating the healthy salads, having the fresh juices, doing the actual process. And the same works here. We know that when someone receives feedback, just hearing you're amazing What it does is it actually leads to some doubt in someone's mind because then they think that they are a fraud. That's what creates fraud complex. So we know research by Carol Dweck on mindset teaches us that when we tell a kid or anyone else you're amazing, we need to back that up with proof of why. The proof of why that are facts, right? Listen to what I said to my sister. I told her what an incredible mother she is. I told her what I learned from her. I told her the experiences in my life that she's helped me to expand into. So I actually gave her proof. She can't dispute that she's the one who got me to be brave and jump out of an airplane. She can't dispute that. It's the actual fact and truth. So I want you to think about backing it up for a sister with actual evidence. This is one of the tools that we know from positive psychology helps us to change our minds and helps us to have accurate thinking. I'm not talking about frou-frou, fluffy, positive thinking. I'm talking about accurate thinking. So right now, if you haven't done it yet, pick up your phone, send a message, pick a friend, a sister, a woman in your life, and spend 10 seconds, 20, 30 seconds telling her something about her that you love, you admire, and why. If you need to, go ahead and hit pause on the podcast, or I'll go ahead and I'll sing the Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Okay, I know that's annoying, so I will stop. Hopefully by now you have done the honor a sister part. Number three, honor the women who came before us. We are all standing on the shoulders of our mothers, our grandmothers, our great grandmothers who all fought for our right to vote our right to wear what we want to wear, our right to run for public office, our right to be a lawyer, our right to be a doctor. In the Purpose Girls Facebook group, which is such a vibrant, beautiful, powerful, passionate group, if you haven't joined that yet, please do. I'm changing the name soon, this month during International Women's Month. And so you want to go ahead, you want to find the Purpose Girls Facebook group, or if you're listening to this after I've changed it, you still can find it with the search, I'm pretty sure. So go join that. We're 5,000 women strong. And I post every day a, a different prompt or something to think about. Every day this month for International Women's Month, I'm doing free trainings. I'm posting things to think about. I'm posting journal prompts. Like you want to be in that group. It's so beautiful. It's so powerful. You will get so much more from me in bite-sized pieces. You will get so much more from me when you compliment the group You'll get so much more from me. And then you have the added benefit of sisterhood and women saying, yes, you go, girl. I love you. I see you. You're amazing. Do it. Right. When you go in there and you post and you post your dreams, you post your fears, you post your doubts, you will get so much because now you have the support of sisterhood and community. And what I hear time and again from the women is that that's what matters. So number three, we honor the women who came before us. Now, one of my favorite podcast episodes ever was last year, Mother's Day. I interviewed my mother. She's been the beacon of inspiration and strength to me. Episode 201, I interview my mama. You will want to listen to that. She's so incredible. 
and we talk about how she went into a profession where she was the only woman. They expected her to make the coffee at she put her foot down and didn't. She never said, no, I'm not. She just didn't do it. And how she continued to blaze the trail in her own profession, which was so incredible. And I learned that from her. I think about my grandmother, who was a Holocaust survivor, who when she was growing up, she was so wealthy, she knew she would never have to work a day in her life. And then Hitler invaded Austria. And her father owned a factory. And his number two came in one day and handed him money under the table so that my grandmother and brother could get out of the country. And then he took the keys from the factory because all Jews had to give up their businesses. And so my grandmother, who thought she was going to be a wealthy woman and never have to do anything, ended up coming to the United States as a teenager with no money, not knowing the language, needing to find a job. And she went herself to work in a factory. And I remember her talking about that the New York subway was a nickel. and She needed to make sure she had a nickel every day for the subway to get to work and back. I stand on her shoulders and I honor and I tell her story. The story of an immigrant surviving the worst of the worst, starting from nothing, but creating a beautiful family. And then later in life, after her kids were grown, she became a teacher's aide at the local school. And she got such great health benefits being a teacher's aide that my grandfather, who had been in public health, had been a master's of public health his whole life, my grandfather used her health insurance and they had wonderful health support because of her career. Those are the stories that are not told by history. His story. History was my least favorite class when I was a kid because all it did was talk about wars and conquering. And I'm like, what is this? Where are the women's stories? Where's love? Why do I have to memorize all these dates? Where are the stories of the women who led people? Yeah, I think we got maybe a paragraph on Harriet Tubman, but really? Really? Where are the stories about Belva Ann Lockwood? the first woman to become an attorney in the United States, the first woman to run for president of the United States in the 1800s at a time when women couldn't even vote. She was like, no, I'm becoming a lawyer. I'm running for president. Where are those stories? And so it's on us to find the stories of the women who came before us. Perhaps you know Oprah's story. Amazing. Like Oprah was the one who got me thinking about that I could actually create a career inspiring and empowering women. I had no idea how am I going to reach women? There were no podcasts at the time. There was no Facebook. But I'm like, look at what she's doing. Wow, I want to do that. I stand on her shoulders. I look at Lizzo, who is out there saying, my body is beautiful. And creating body positivity, body love. We stand on her shoulders. I look at Stacey Abrams, who nearly single-handedly ensured that people had the right to vote, people who were blocked from voting, people who had to wait lines and hours, people who didn't have cars and couldn't drive to their voting booth. Like, she did that. Now, these are women in our current day. Michelle Obama is like, these are current women. Ketanji Brown Jackson, the first black woman Supreme Court justice. Like, these are women in our current day life. But the third way that we could honor women on International Women's Day is to tell another woman's story. Tell the story of one of the women I just mentioned or a current woman who is creating something, who has invented something, who's doing something incredible, powerful, or find a woman who came before us and tell her story, her story. If you're really interested in mathematics, research NASA trailblazer Katherine Johnson. She was an early mathematician who was incredible. 
researched the three African-American female mathematicians who together were known as the human computer, and the movie Hidden Figures was made about them. Mary Jackson, Dorothy Vaughn, Katherine Johnson. I mean, let's honor these women. Tell their story because these stories haven't been told. And the way that we're going to correct the history books is to tell the stories of the women who invented machines, who invented products that changed the world, who invented ideas, who came up with the creativity, the solutions, the plans, the colors, the art, the words. Tell their story. It costs no money. Do a five-minute Google search in Wikipedia and post it onto your social media. Such a great way to honor women for Women's History Month, for Women's History Month, and for International Women's Day. And number four, honor the collective. We are living at an unprecedented pivotal time in quote-unquote history or history, in that throughout years, we have seen rights increased. We've seen women gain the right to vote, women gain the right to marry other women, men given the right. We've seen trans queer people given the right to marry another queer person, to marry whomever. We've seen immigrants get more rights. We've seen rights increase. And when Roe v. Wade was overturned, was a very, very cruel, dark, cold day in our history, in her story. And that rights that women had had that were saving women's lives, rights were taken away. Now, I know people say, but I was saving the babies. Well, we can't actually save the babies and then not advocate for health care for all, not advocate for paid maternity leave, not advocate and care that all those babies can eat, <laughs> that all those babies have health care that all those babies have a home until they're 18 and know they can't all go to be adopted out because during the nine months of pregnancy, we become attached to those children. And there are just too many instances of rape and incest. We have girls who are 10 and 11 who were forced to marry or who are raped and are forced then to give birth. And we also have people like a friend of mine who miscarried naturally. She wanted that baby. She and her partner, her husband wanted that baby and she miscarried naturally and needed a DNC in order to clear out the tissue. But right now the state of Alabama, state of Texas, many states won't even allow a woman to have that. So that's one issue, reproductive freedom. Another issue, sex trafficking. On my recent wild woman retreat in Puerto Rico, we were each sharing the causes, the things that just get us all fired up and heated and bring out the wild, the raw, the instinctive the fierce protector mama in all of us, right? Because being a mama isn't just your own children. It's protecting other people's children. And a woman brought up human trafficking and how at massage parlors that give a quote unquote happy ending, often those young women giving the massage, they've been trafficked from another country. They've been sold. Maybe their parents needed the money. Maybe they needed the money. Maybe they were runaways and they are being held against their will to do acts that they don't want to do. And on that wild woman retreat, it was so powerful because we each shared and then we roared our fire. We roared the collective fire to say that all of that must be destroyed and so that we could rise in our power and do something to help the girls, to help the women, whatever the issue is. Maybe for you, your cause are childhood marriages. There are many states in the United States and other places all over the world where 12-year-old girls, they marry off to 30-year-old men. Whatever the cause is, the fourth way that we can do International Women's Day is to honor the collective by choosing one of these causes and giving to it. So we could give to it with money. You can make a $10 donation. If you don't have money, then you don't have to do it with money. Write about them on your social media. 
share it with a friend. Write to your congressperson about an issue that matters to you. You don't have to spend money, but this is how we honor the collective. And what we did on our wild woman retreat, we, ah, we got the fire out. And then we rose in our glory. And we did this with our own individual fire, the stories that have held us back. And then we rose gloriously. We danced it out. We set the fire to it so that we each claimed that bigger life, that bigger idea, that wonderful, joyous, pleasureful, powerful, purposeful, abundant, rich, wealthy queen that we are. This number four is for the collective. And this is another reason why I want you buying a ticket for WomanFest. Even if you can't come on March 10th, even if WomanFest was a year ago when you're listening to this podcast, for $20.23, you can get the five-hour training from me, which is so powerful. I'm going to take you through all of these exercises that I do at my retreats, these exercises I do with my coaching clients, you're going to get for $20.23. And that money is going to be donated to Planned Parenthood. It's something we can do for the collective. It's going to be so fun giving away prizes, learning and growing together. What we can do together for International Women's Day is to raise our voice, raise hell, raise up each other, and rise together. So these are the four steps. Let me go through them again. Number one, honor yourself. Do something for yourself today, this month. Number two, honor a sister. Takes 10 seconds. Tell her you love her and why. Number three, honor a woman by telling her story who came before us. And number four, honor the collective by doing something to change it. And this is how you become the wise, wild woman. This is how you become the radiant, glorious woman that you were born to be. This is how you become the powerful woman, the expansive, the joyful, the juicy woman you were born to be. Happy International Women's Day to you, sister. I hope to see you at Woman Fest. I definitely want to see you in the Purpose Girls group. Follow me over on TikTok at The Woman Whisperer. Join my newsletter list if you haven't yet. I send out juicy tips every week and more. Go to PurposeGirl.com. Go to PurposeGirl.com and sign up right there and share this podcast with every woman you know. That's how we change the world together. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.